You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Force Majeure. Where do you come from? From Sweden. Sweden, yes. very good. I'll make you the beauty picture together. Come on. One, two, smile. Good one. It was quite uh, shocking. I, everyone is fine. I mean, they, they yeah, know what they're right. doing. And he got so scared that right he ran away from the table. Jag delar inte den upplevelse av det vi var med om. Kom se ut alla vinner så att du kunde komma tillbaka och grabba dem upp. All right, everyone, you were just listening to the trailer for Force Majeure, and the story is as follows. A man's selfish reaction to the danger posed by an avalanche causes cracks in his marriage and relationships with his children. The film is starring Johannes Ba Konik, Lisa Lovin Kunglisi, Clara Wettergren, Vincent Wettergren, Christopher Hivju, Fanny Metalias, and it is written and directed by Ruben Osland. Join me for this podcast review, Patreon podcast review, excuse me, is Dan Baer. Children, am I right? <laughs> and Josh Parham. Hello, hello. And two guests from the Patreon world. We're so, so lucky to have them supporting us here on the podcast today. First up, we have Andre Watkins. Greetings, everyone. And Samuel Haynes. Hi, thanks for having me. No, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for keeping this channel alive and uh, honestly for volunteering to be on this today. Uh, this was an exciting one because, in a way, it's kind of like the pre-kickoff for our 2014 retrospective, actually, which was a um, funny coincidence, I guess, considering that we're really doing this because the remake, uh, Downhill, is coming out in a few days' time. It premiered at the Sundance Film Festival where I had the opportunity to uh, check it out. Uh, but I haven't seen Force Majeure since its release in 2014, and I was very, very excited to watch this again. And I'm so glad that I did uh, for reasons that I'll get into later on, actually. Uh, what I want to first start off here uh, with is, um, why don't we uh, start with Samuel? Samuel, uh, what do you ultimately think of Force Majeure? I personally really like the movie. Um, I've seen it four times, I think, between 2015 and two days ago. And I thought it was very funny from the get-go. And I feel like every time I've watched it, I've liked it a little bit better. And I feel like it really holds up over time. 
Um, I thought the comedy was really good and the acting, the way that people worked off of one another and um, just the whole way the film works together, the editing and the cinematography, I thought it all really came together really well and really effectively for the type of comedy that the the movie was going for. Yeah, I I definitely think that there is a degree of uh, dark comedy in this that it it depends, I think, sometimes on what you're taking into the movie because um, some of it I think is very obvious that you're meant to laugh at it. Others, maybe not so much. And I think the film, in a way, is almost a... Not only to me, personally speaking, is it the perfect date movie, (laughs) but it is such a litmus test uh, just to, you know, open up some conversations about some really, really uh, tough issues that I think that only adults can have, uh, which I find very interesting. So uh, let's kick it over now to uh, Andre. Andre, what do you think of Force Majeure? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing as far as uh, a date movie. I mean, kind of similar to how Marriage Story was this past year. Um, This is not exactly the type of movie that you'd want to go on a first date with. Um, No, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe like, Um, you know, 16th date or something. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this was my actually my favorite movie of 2014, technically. Actually, Under the Skin was my favorite, but that it's more of a 2013 movie, but I saw that in 2014. But this was my um, favorite 2014 movie um, of that year. Um, I, I really love it. It's you know I love movies where you can sit down and talk about it and have you know um, intellectual conversations after the movie. I actually went with my wife, and you know obviously you know a lot of different subjects come up about relationships um, and circumstances that might occur her kind of similar to what happened in this movie and, and how people would react to it. So, I, I mean, you could have discussions for hours after movies, a movie like this. And, and those are the type of movies that I really love. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, I, I'm definitely with you on that. It's such a simple yet intriguing premise uh, that is layered with so much uh, human psychology that um, it actually is a lot deeper than it initially lets on, especially if you uh, simply read like a one sentence synopsis of what the movie is about um and i really really like that it has a lot of layers to it dan bear what about you so i missed this back in 2014 uh to my eternal chagrin and because there are so many you know movies new movies that keep opening i have never been able to find the time to sit down and watch it since unfortunately uh, so this is the first time that I watched it. it was just for this. So it was really, Ooh, brand new I, eyes. I love I it. I, I was I was actually like really glad that this was on the schedule to be like, oh, good. An excuse to watch this movie finally. Um, and. <sighs> uh Oh, that's not a good sign, people. <laughs> <laughs> a pause. <laughs> I no, I I like it and I think it's good, but it does too of my least favorite things that a movie can do. One of which is have an absolutely perfect ending scene and then have two to three scenes after it. Mm. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) And um, the other is come up with a premise that is so simple and perfect and rich, but not really see it through as um, it d- d- doesn't really go as deep into it 
as it could. Ooh, interesting. All right, because I think I, I don't know. I think you're in the minority on that one. So I'm I, I'm, I, I'm interested to hear a little bit that. more. <laughs> yeah, we'll dig into that. I want. I want. I'm intrigued now. I, actually, it, I like this movie. I I think that it is one of the most perfectly viciously edited movies that mm. I've seen, and I I love it. Oh, I think this might even be like my. If it wasn't for something like Whiplash, this might be my editing yeah. winner. I don't know. I might have to go back and rethink because the editing in this movie was on a whole other level for me. <laughs> uh, Josh, what about you? Initial thoughts? Well, you know, Matt, I I got to say that my thoughts on this movie are actually more aligned with Dan on this one. All right. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and like you, Dan, I think that this is a good movie. And I do think that there's a lot of ideas in here that I like. But I also find this movie to be kind of meandering. And it doesn't ever really, as you said, kind of dive as deep into these subjects as I think it could. And I think the reason why is because it just sort of has this sort of wandering pace to it that I just feel like could have yeah. been a bit tighter it's still very interesting and i think that the performances also really add to that as well there's a lot of stuff in here that's good but i think that it doesn't really come together as a great movie for me but it's still one that i find so interesting to watch even still even though i think they could have done more with its premise all right i got i gotta dig a little bit into this now because i i think we've got uh our two guests here that are diehards for this bad boy. <laughs> and I, I'm just curious to know, um, Samuel and Andre, like hearing Dan and Josh with those initial thoughts there, um, are do you guys understand where they're coming from or do you have more specific questions as to why? Well, I guess as far as um, the movie ending two scenes too late, at what point do you think that it should have ended? With the children and him crying in a pool of his own tears. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no 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 no! You're right. You're right. You're right. It's it's definitely they, uh, uh, saving Ebba. Get her. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about that scene. Yes. It, it yes. could have. I loved that scene because it literally could have ended at any point during that scene and been a perfect ending. So even and even then you have to go out and attack on these two extra scenes. So even though it was a contrived, I mean, she wasn't really in danger, and he went to it's kind of a fake rescue just for the children's sake. Well, I don't think we know that. Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of the 2014 film Force Majeure here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You can get the full-length review if you head on over to Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month for Next Best Picture, you will get this review and other exclusive content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time.